<laughs> Next thing I know, I'm jumping out a shorty window in front of a bus stop full of people, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all should do a podcast for real. Yo, but like, what would we call the podcast, though? Boy, I don't even know, but it got to be something that represents us. Look, man. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So here's the Yo Damn Yeah, yeah Yes, sir What's the vibrations, my boys? uh Another Monday Yes, sir Tuesday Wednesday Whatever you listen to this Episode Episode 79 of them things 79 Shout out to uh Paul Silas who actually happened to pass away today, so rest in peace. But uh, he uh, passed away at the age of 79. Um, NBA champion of Boston Celtics, 1974-1976. Also coach LeBron as rookie in 2003 in Cleveland. So, you know, shout out to another NBA great and um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. The, uh, yeah, rest in peace. I saw the Boston Celtics playing at uh, JFK this morning. Just to bring that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, mental health situation What's the vibes for everybody? Tired Yeah, you know, end of the year Yeah, man Just trying to reset GP <laughs> uh, Since this is my last for the year I wanted to I ain't want to joke around too crazy um, I figured two would do that on his next run uh, Very, very likely yeah, I figured he'd do that on this next round. Or I serious the hell y'all out at the end of the year. Who knows? <laughs> Go either way with me. Uh, but I did have some things I wanted to bring up um, that I've been thinking about in passing, so on and so forth, things of that nature. So you know how I do first things first scenario. <sighs> Let's say you marry a shorty who has a kid with somebody else. The kid come to live with y'all. Because of whatever situation the pops kicked them out or whatever. But they bad. And then you look on their computer and you find through their search history and say how to kill a parent and get away with it. And other cold case documentaries. Stuff like that. Researching. What do you do about that? You wanna go first, Drake? I mean first order business, obviously I would bring it to the parent. Um Make sure that they're aware of the situation or what, they, what their kid is looking at. And, um, you know, you don't want to automatically jump to conclusions um, and automatically think, oh, this, this kid is a serial killer or whatnot. But um, I think first raising awareness to the parents. Because um, at the end of the day, you're not that person's parent. So it's really for them to handle. But um, at that point, you want to watch that kid. I would watch the kid close and... You know, just try to look for different signs and things like that and which things may need to be escalated. But I will first off start out with just, you know, speaking with the parent and kind of like seeing what's going on there. Okay. Fuck all that shit Dre talking about. My search history going to be how to plead self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying a word. I'm going to just make sure I'm right for when they right. <laughs> Whenever they ready, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> However this go it go <laughs> This is a kid guys <laughs> Son you gonna be in a situation What's a kid You right the Mendez brothers had different Different thoughts on that yeah. That's what I'm saying like how old is this kid That's important 
If you like nine, it's like whatever, man. You just typing shit. Nah. But if you like fourteen, whenever <laughs> you ready, I'm gonna be right. You got kids now killing, killing their parents at young, young ages and stuff like that. Like, and it I just, won't I, be me. Is what I'm telling you. I just don't want to be in a situation where it's like something happened. It's like, oh, we should have paid attention to the signs. We should have, we should have said something earlier. Like, I paid attention. I saw it and I got right. <laughs> do, you, do you tell the, do you tell Duke moms? I'm not saying nothing. Whenever you ready, I'ma be right. <laughs> That's it. I'm not saying because this could just be what Dre said. This could be just the kid just being angry and looking at some stupid shit. Every little kid got angry at their parents. It was like, oh fuck you, I hate you. Yeah. I wish you were dead. Dumb shit like that. I had some shit like that. I got an asshole for and I was like, yo, if I see a rock right now, I'm gonna throw it out. Yeah, like niggas be thinking dumb shit. So I'm not gonna say nothing. I'ma just be right. I'ma be on point at that point. What's the most? The next. This question goes into my would you rather. But what's the most wildest shit you ever thought about revengefully? Like in that in that vein of the example, like just like to my parents, not parents, but just like I'll go for me first. I had a bad breakup with a shorty one time, and I was contemplating going by and setting their house on fire with a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> wow Just cause I was hurt And I was like I don't care who in there I'm gonna burn the house down Fuck y'all Y'all ever had some shit like that? In the same vein I was gonna call ACS on this one <laughs> Like I mean one of your bitches Did have an ACS case too Nigga one of my bitches I should've called ACS on Like she clearly Didn't give a fuck about her <laughs> I don't know why, but I always had like a fascination with like running people over. Like if it ever came down to it and I had to do some wild shit, I wanted to do some wild shit, I always wanted to run somebody over. Don't know why. Don't know why. Just whatever. I drove by that crib the other day and I was like, I almost burnt this shit down. <laughs> Dead ass. But yeah, um, now that that's out, I got a would you rather. Would you rather... Oh, shout out to the Broco podcast, by the way. They uh, posed this question to their listeners, and I thought it would be interesting to hear y'all too. Um, would you rather fight a gorilla every day for a month, but you know you'll survive after every attack, you just don't know when he's going to attack? Or every single thought that comes to your mind comes true for that one month? I got to fight the gorilla. I got real dark thoughts sometimes, bro. You know how many times I done ended existence on this planet <laughs> in my mind? <laughs> like, like some nuclear shit? Yeah, bro. Yeah. On the wrong day, nigga, it's over for everybody. <laughs> I'm, if I'm fucked up. Nah, I, I don't think I could do this that. Confirms my suspicions. Yes, sir. That's my shit. Yeah. They trying to tell you. Um, I'm with two. I'm fighting the gorilla because... Similar to him, like, my mom be wandering sometimes, and I really be thinking about some wild shit, like, this. Like, imagine your girl call you late, and you like, yo, she probably cheating, now she really cheating, because you thought... Ex exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I want to kill the world. Now I want the world to die. Immediately, like, it's a slippery slope, I'm good. I'll just fight the gorilla. I, when, I, when I heard the question, I started thinking the same thing, right? Like, I'll fight the gorilla. And then I like I don't know what happened But Bill Burr popped in my mind 
And he was like, niggas be lying for just anything. He was like, fuck, I forgot the milk. Remember that joke when he was like, his girl called him, he forgot the milk at the store? Fuck it, I'm gonna just dry this shit into a wall. Kill myself, like, fuck it. I'm like, yo, imagine I just start thinking of shit, like, like little shit, stupid shit. Yeah. But, like, that shit was on my mind. But I'm definitely fight the gorilla thing. In theory, I'm thinking, yo, I'm gonna just think about money all day. But then I, f- I know me. Yeah. I'm gonna be sitting down and I'm gonna just wander. And then there you go. For Some sure. wild shit. Bro, I see the wrong thing. I'm down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm going to think dumb shit like, yo, I wonder what God look like now. I, bro, I can't do this. <laughs> like too you, much. We already, we already flirt with that idea of having um a nice little property down in hell. Based on the I'm shit. gonna think that and then be there. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. I'm I just want to say for the record though, you're not surviving a gorilla attack at all. At all. Uh, hey, bro. You, yeah. <laughs> well, I just was like, yo, the, the question itself was just funny to me. Hell yeah. Um. Alright, let's get to it. Do you feel like you compromise Or sacrifice more in your relationship As opposed to what Do you feel like you compromise more Or sacrifice more Oh these are two distinct op- op- options Yeah In your relationship um, Current relationship Or in general in relationships I mean if you don't mind Sharing about your current and feel free, but I, honestly, I would want you to answer it in a position where you felt like you clearly had to do both. Well, and do we know the technical terms for both? Right. What do you mean? Like the definition for compromise versus sacrifice. Yeah. All right. But um, it's weird because if, I'm, if I'm, I'm talking it overall now, I'm not going to be specific, but overall. I think Put like this I think I compromised A lot more Earlier in my life And as I've gotten Older I've sacrificed more Because As I've explained to y'all I've been on this journey Of trying to do The right thing And I'm learning that Dude Trying to do the right thing A lot of times You not just Sacrifice your happiness But sometimes I don't want to say happiness Because it ain't that it, You sacrifice A lot of instant gratification A lot of times mm-hmm. So I, The answer is truly I, I do I think everyone does both But I think it's It, it, it leaned more towards compromise er, Like earlier on And then Went more towards sacrifice before you answer, Dre. But neither were good. Um, two. You said as you've gotten older, the instant gratification um became, I guess, less. They occurred less, right? Yeah, it's not that it occurred less. It's just for me, I'm learning that a lot. At least in my life, I can't speak for everybody. A lot of times the right thing to do doesn't always feel good. So then that'll be 
you compromise more. Still. Nah, I don't think so. Because compromise means you're doing something that's less desirable. Right? Yes. So, doing the right thing is doing the right thing, but doing the right thing is something you sometimes would often choose not to do. Absolutely. I agree with you in that sense, but in the sense I'm, I'm speaking, in the context in which I'm speaking, the reason why I say it's sacrifice is because I'm doing the right thing, right? Even when I don't have to, but I'm doing it and in, in a lot of situations, I'm sacrificing a lot of times my peace and a part of my sanity by doing the right thing. Because I know I could I could I know I could be better or do better or just handle things better if I not not necessarily the right decision, but if I just didn't make that decision at all. Like I don't gotta make the opposite. That's when people get confused. You don't have to make a bad decision. I could do nothing. So you would say you value doing the right thing over your peace or whatever. Sometimes, yeah. That's an, that's the that's definition. That's the definition of sacrifice. What about you, Drake? Um. Again, you don't have to answer. I know, not 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 current relationship. Not current relationship. relationship. I'm gonna say I do a lot. A lot of sacrificing um, In my romantic relationship And friendships And with my family And all of that um, And that's based off of My personality and who I am um, I think that A lot of people are not willing to Especially now, day and age where we live now, where like you know, I see people talk about like how dating is terrible and stuff like that. It seems like now people are just not willing to sacrifice certain things that they want in a relationship. Like they want a perfect relationship, and there's no such thing as a perfect relationship. But I ultimately end up sacrificing all my relationships just to make it easier on the other person. Because me, like when I say I don't care, like. I don't really care Like it doesn't it, it doesn't take a lot To make me happy Like the things that I have In my life That I'm content with Like I'm happy You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying So In You know Certain situations Even if Like Knowing my partner And like knowing certain people And stuff like that If a situation comes up I don't know Any random thing Where somebody like Asks a question And like somebody has to Be the sacrificial goat In that situation Without even like Having a conversation And discussing it Amongst people I'll automatically Raise my hand Just to make it easy On everybody Cause I'm not there To like Go through all of the arguing And all of the discussion And all of that To, to, to arrive at a solution So Most of the time If I know I don't care And it's not gonna bother me I'll be the one to sacrifice Before you go Stiz you gotta be careful with that though, Dre. Because I, I'm I'm speaking from a person who live who's living a similar life to you, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen within myself how easily sometimes that continued sacrifice turns into resentment. Yeah. Like as it, like, look at what I was just speaking about. A lot of times I would sacrifice my peace and my happiness because I feel like, all right, at the end of the day, I got to do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'm trying to do the right thing, right? And 
in a lot of those situations, I did the right thing and I kept doing the right thing. And you don't do it for a reward. You don't do it to be rewarded. You Absolutely do it because not. you're trying to do better for the other person and be a better person yourself. Right. But then at some point, I can't speak for you, but for me, I had a point where I was like, I'm not doing this for a reward, but damn, at some point, maybe I should be rewarded because I'm doing this a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe I deserve something. Yeah, yeah. And then that spinned its own little web into me at like with some people resenting them for them not being appreciative the way I felt they should or for them not um, reciprocating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta be careful with that. Yeah, no, that's a, that, that, that's a great point. I try to I try to um, definitely. Be aware of it. I don't want. I don't. I don't like putting myself in situations where now, like you said, I'm starting to resent the person, or you know, starting to affect my mental, and I'm feeling some type of way because I feel like I'm making all these sacrifices. I try not to go that far, but again, like I said, if it's something that I know that's not really gonna affect me that much, then whatever, have at it. But I did have. I had a situation like recently where i did like kind of feel some type of way and some type of resentment with everybody that was involved because i didn't get the response i guess the i guess the praise or like the the gratification for a sacrifice and i didn't get that from those people and it kind of made me feel some type of way but mm-hmm. also i chucked that up to the fact that now you're you're used to me being like this so you probably feel like this is just the norm and you don't have to Say anything or you know show that that gratification, but that, that brings up. <clears throat> I'm gonna go in a second, but y'all keep giving me like extra things to add on. But before I go, we already established with two scenario that being being doing the right thing sometimes is the the higher value point in the in the equation, right? Yeah. As far as sacrifice versus compromise, right? doing the right thing pushes him to I guess do cause more sacrifice with him right Right. with you I wanted to know at what point how many sacrifices do you start compromising whatever the value that you put to the thing is how many how many sacrifices does it take for you to start realizing you're compromising a lot more now but now you're already sacrificing for the better good or whatever you put to be of higher value. Right. But then, how many of those do you get to you realize you're compromising right. who you are as, as a person or who you are in total towards the entire equation of the relationship? That's for both of y'all. Yeah. Um. I don't think I'm. I don't think I've reached that point yet. Um, okay. I think for me. It comes where you, like he said, like where you really start to feel some type of resentment. Like you really start to like feel burnt out and kind of like taken advantage of in the situation. And I haven't necessarily arrived there mm-hmm. yet, but I can say that I've gotten close to that point because it does it does weigh on you. But I'm not I'm not there yet. But I'm not in the in in the, in the, in the case of people taking advantage of me. Like I won't let that happen. Mm-hmm. So there is a limit to me doing and me sacrificing. But you know where I'm at right now. Like I'm okay. I'm good. Like I said, the last one hurt a little bit, but it is what it is. 
uh, <clears throat> I think for me, I'm I've, I've, I've been past that point. Um, like I said in the previous situation, where it was like when that situation I'm speaking of, where it turned into resentment, mm-hmm. that was when I was like, I can't keep doing this. And do I still like moving forward in my life dealing with people? Do I still try to do the right thing? Yes. Right. But I'm no longer at the point where I'm gonna do the right thing at any cost. Because mm-hmm. at one point, that's where I was. It was I'm gonna do the right thing at any cost, even if the cost maybe detrimental to me. Yeah. yeah. And that was just a part of my journey. I went through that phase. It was like, yo, I'm really, I, not even, I'm, I'm not even, I didn't even feel like I was trying to atone for anything. It was just one of those things where it was like, I just want to put. Good into the universe Right Because I I know how much negative I've also put into the universe You get what I'm saying So you're trying to like Clean up the slate a little no, bit No that not, No it has nothing to do with the With the I bring up the negative But it has nothing to do with that Okay It's just knowing myself And knowing all the negative That I've put in the universe I'm at a space where I'm not I don't have to put in negative universe So why not just put in positive Into the universe Now why not Why, why not just put good Into the universe And I was so stuck in that It was just like Why the fuck would I do that To my own detriment So when I started to resent that person I was just like You could do good You could do the right thing But sometimes Again you can't just do the right thing At any cost sometimes For me Alright <clears throat> To answer my own question Again my current relationship now um, I think it's still young For me to have a Distinguishing Element So I can gotta speak on like past relationships I felt I feel That I was compromising a lot more And in that compromise I find like little Things to cope With whatever I felt like I was compromising too Um And then Out of that compromise I felt like I did the reverse Where I started Realizing like you said I put so much Bad into this relationship Due to the Whatever I was using to cope, right? That I tried to like, not like I tried to like sacrifice a few things that I didn't want to do or whatever. Put some things up for the greater good of the relationship, right? Like I want to make sure, like to me, the relationship was the value, the high point value, and I wanted to do what I can to make sure that that remains where it's at. So I started sacrificing some things, like spending time. Like I made a conscious decision this year to just start saying yes. If my, like it was a long time people would invite me to places or invite me to do certain things I low-key feel like I isolated myself just out of a sacrifice for this relationship because I don't have a lot of time as is so all my free time ideally would be to go towards the relationship but that's the valuable thing being asked of me so I would just like yo bro come with me there come with me here which probably could have put me in a situation more to what I wanted to go to go towards in life. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Like being in the right circles or right networking areas. And I just realized, like, I, I keep, I keep missing out on these situations off of a, a quick response, like, just because I value this thing, which I don't like. Y'all said the gratification may not even just be as present as I think it should be, because we still having the same repetitive argument about time. So, in that case, I'm sacrificing. In that case, I'm sacrificing what I think is the situation. But 
I'm losing out on so much more that I think would put much more value to me and my sanity. So now, like, now I'm just, if I, I should say yes to anything, not anything. But I'd be like, yo, let's go somewhere. All right. Trying to be real mindful of my calendar because I do have obligations, right? But there's no reason for me to go, I ain't go to that because... Other than I ain't feel like it Like that should be the only reason I just don't go right. You feel me? Or I get a hunch or something But I should Cause that that thing was removed And I, I got this information from a female That said she lost most of her 20s in a relationship So now she just exploring And she was like Feeling away She felt a little You know self conscious about it Cause people would call her out her name Like yo you wildin They don't understand like This girl been locked down for those years that people allot you to do all the wild shit, those try years. But that's on, on on shorty specifically. That's the shit that men don't take into consideration a lot of times. Like we'll meet a girl or we'll see a girl. We don't even gotta meet her. Like we trying to fuck with her. We'll just see her and see how she moving without no context and go, oh she for the streets. She out here wilding. She, she doing this She doing that And it took me Meeting a lot of people And finding out Like yo Like I, That same story I'm hearing that more where I know girls Who've been locked down Since like 19 years old Yeah Been with the same dude. Two three kids sometimes And then it's like Now in their 30s They finally like Free yeah. And it's like who am I to tell them they they, they 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 too old to be out here doing whatever they need to do? You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Um, I wanted to ask too. Do you feel like just briefly? Do you feel like you compromise or sacrifice more in friendships? I, I answered that already. Oh, you said you said what? In friendships and friendships. Oh. Not relationship Friendships yeah, Friendships now um, I don't think I sacrifice in friendships I think I compromise more in friendships Okay Same Yeah I would say the same Friendships are a little bit more easier To me To navigate Do you um How do I ask this I think I asked y'all this before Do you think you more effective Or productive that's the right word? Yeah. Do you think you're more productive or effective in you, if you're in a relationship versus you being single? Did I ever ask y'all that? In what, in what capacity? Nah, I never. So whatever you, your goal is, whatever your short-term, long-term goal is, do you think you being in a relationship is more conducive to getting to that or prohibiting it a little bit? I, I think it depends on my goal. Okay. Like it, it really depends on my goal Cause some things Put like this I've had situations where my Relationship and my focus on my Relationship took away from my Productivity and what I was trying To accomplish but then I also had Situations where my relationship Was Actually the driving force And not only the driving force The support system and the push To get me to get to My goal Okay So it, it depends on the goal And it also depends on the relationship 
Yeah, it definitely does depend on the relationship. I would say in general, um, I'm more productive and like more effective and could get more stuff done when I was single. But however, I will say with my current relationship now, one of the reasons why I do love it so much is because she, any goal that I have, like in life that I ever shared with her, like and things like that, she always helps me to make a dent in that goal or get to the next step or you know just get to that that um get to that milestone or whatever so she's very supportive and that's one thing i love about the current relationship right now so yeah i think to piggyback on you dre i think it depends on the relationship um more so than the goal because yeah the goal could be whatever it is but you got a pathway to get there and Remember too, we was talking about the other day, we was like, we was discussing the thing we want to do. And we was like, yo, certain shit could pop if your shorty is present, vice versa if she wasn't present. We're like, we could get away with it. We could explain it after and ask for forgiveness after, but we could get away with it same day. But I feel like if the relationship is solid enough, we probably could get it off if they there now. So in my, in my interpretation of it, I think it it it's based on the relationship itself. I have to explain this when I get home now. Thank you. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Snick is crazy. Snick, mind you, don't say we. It says you. <laughs> no, I said we was talking about it. And, uh, about you, you mentioned it. exactly. You you did mention it, and then I was like, oh shit, you right. Yo, we can edit this whole thing. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Completely skip the part where he said, yeah, depending on mine too. Yeah, because I was like, yo, depending on depending on mine too. I was like, yo, we could we could get away with it. <laughs> um, yo, before you move on. Mm-hmm. Just to touch on something Dre said, because it, it, it rung a, it, it rung a chord with me about um yeah man touch it <laughs> pause yeah pause um you said you mentioned something about uh like your shorty like like pushing you and helping you towards your goals like any dreams or anything goals you ever like expressed to her right for sure so I think I might have sent it to Stiz I don't know but I, I someone sent me a video on Instagram. And it was this guy explaining how, you know, he used to he used to um, go to work. Then he'll come home after work at like four, and then from four to nine he'll like play Madden or whatever to unwind and chill. And then oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. after a couple years of this, his wife came to him and was just like, "Yo, it bothers me, not because you're not you're ignoring me, but it bothers me." Because I'm seeing you waste your potential playing this game. And he was like, ever since then, he never played the game again. And he got all successful and all that shit. And all that's fine and that's dandy for them. What I had a problem with was she didn't even take the time to ask him before she shot it down. Like, Like, the first, my first thought was go, yo, is this video game thing something you want to take serious? Do you want to be a streamer? Do you want to be a YouTuber? Like, do you want to be like a professional video game? Like, none of these questions were asked. She just assumed it was a bullshit hobby and said he was wasting his potential. And I didn't like that because I felt though as though, like, granted, it worked out for him. He was successful. But what if what if now she deterred him from his calling? What if his calling was to be a popular video game streamer? Right. And like. 
he he never even got to realize that potential only because the simple words of you're wasting your potential. I mean, I had I I hundred percent agree with you. That would bother me as well. I had a similar similar situation. She ain't come at me like too hard like that. She came in like on a joking angle. Like y'all know by now, like every night I'm in my office. Like I need my I need like my my hour to two hours just to kind of like unwind, meditate, do my thing. But I'm some like my girl. Sometimes she thinks like I'm in that office just smoking and that's it and just listening to music and nothing's really being done but like one day she did come in the office on a plane and go like yo you just ain't had this bullshit and then i had to pull up on my google tabs and what i was working on in powerpoint and stuff like that i'm like nah i'm in here like trying to get to it trying to come up with ideas and stuff like that and that was another instance where she was like oh okay let me let me let me support you and help you with this and give you ideas and stuff like that but Again, 100% agree with you. Like, if you're not asking the right questions, are you automatically just assuming and, and shitting on this person's hobby or whatever they got going on? You shouldn't do that. Facts. Yeah, that should just rub me the wrong way. Because, again, has she led with any of those questions? Like, yo, is this what you want to do? And if he had said, nah, I just do this for fun, and then she want to shit on it, that's fine. Yeah. But you asked zero questions and just assumed, like, this was like ruining his life. I don't know. I don't like that shit like that. Yo. Um. Do you think your friends? Do you think friends or relationships got some type of entitlement? Well, no. But yeah, do you think they could garnish some type of entitlement from any of your success? What do you mean? I don't want to say the word oh, because that's a funny word. Yeah. But entitlement, like, do you think they can feel entitled to any of your success, both friends and relationships? I think they can. Are they right? No. Well, I don't know if they're right. What I'm saying is, anybody can feel anything. Like, if that nigga just came up with 100 mil, he should at least prop me with 10. They can feel that way. That don't mean I'm giving it to them. Okay. Like, they, like, I, bruh, I've seen dudes I know be with girls while they both was trying to get to it and then do get up and now this girl feel like yo you should at least hit me with something because i was there for you when you was down or when we was both trying to grind and i'm like that's a twisted way to look at shit because you're not even realizing maybe you exiting his life is what boosted him to get to where he is maybe you were holding him down yeah. <laughs> and vice versa I've seen it with women and dudes I don't want to just put it on women but it's just again I'm, I'm at a point in my life bro people can feel what they want to feel you can feel entitled to anything like I could I could have whatever success I have or whatever my uh whatever I'm like but that don't, I don't I can speak for me I don't I don't I don't feel like perfect example YouTube, YouTube. I use y'all as uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I look at y'all and use y'all as motivation. 
Like when I see y'all get like new jobs and new promotions and new shit like that, I'm like, damn. Like I got one too a couple years ago, but I'm trying to get another one. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I use y'all as like, yo, I got. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to. Not and again, it ain't about competing. It's not about the race. I'm just trying to. If my if my boys is elevating, why wouldn't I want to elevate with them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts, facts. Yeah. But I never look at it and go, damn. Dre got this new job. Dre should Dre should do something to help me, or Dre Dre should put me in position. Will I ask? Yo, bro, if you can, <laughs> if you can, feel free. But it's not like you don't owe me that favor. Yeah. Just cause we cool. You don't owe, just like Stiz, you don't owe me to put me in a position. If you can and I ask, or even if I don't ask, if you can and you choose to, that's on you. No, nobody owe me nothing. That's a that's a wild way to look at shit just because you're, you're a friend or your boyfriend or whatever or your girlfriend is in a position that you are owed to be put in position. That's crazy. Yeah, very weird. Um, yeah, I agree. I do feel, though, that... Matter of fact, no. I was gonna say, like, I feel like if the the closer we are, certain things should just like what's understood don't need to be un- to be said, right? But even that comes with a grain of salt, cause like I just used the example, if you caught a hundred mil, I expect something, right? Mm-hmm. But I I can't determine what that something is. And with that being said, like I don't expect <clears throat> shit. Like if you say, yo, bro. I got you, bro. I'm gonna just give you a band, or we out, and you just cover the bill. Like out of that, that something you like. I expect that from you. But for me to come saying, yo, you got a hundred mil, bro. I I deserve like ten. Like why? You feel me? Like that's my train of thought to it. Like why you? Why you feel like you deserve any of this? I'm not gonna lie, bro. If I give you the dollar that you bought the lottery ticket with, you owe me something. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. <laughs> nah, I don't give a fuck what you say. You stupid. <laughs> That's the only time where I'm like, yo, yo, yo. I only half. But that, that I don't need be, a quarter. That should be on business though, right? Like but, we should stand on business behind it. Like if I if I literally you go, yo, I want to go get a lottery ticket, and I hand you the two dollars because I had two, and you win right there, I, bro. I'm not saying nothing. But just know I'ma look at you and go. <laughs> we could talk about that. Yo, I, I need I need something. Nah, that, that's you, you can't just leave me in poverty. <laughs> I'm more impoverished after giving you my last two dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a dollar back in the <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't even gonna break a ten. I'm gonna just give it to you. Yeah, Interest. <laughs> but uh, that's the only way I'd be like, somebody owe me, son. Other than that, I don't. Man, listen, man. Yeah, I think Owen is different. Yeah, Owen is weird, bro. But remember, we had this conversation a long time ago about friends, and it's like, like, I, like that bother that O words bothers me a lot, especially yeah. in friendships and shit, because a lot of people feel like because just because y'all so close, you owe them something, and it's like, no, I don't owe you anything. Even remember, I remember when we talked about it before, we were talking about even when it comes down to respect, we was like, do you owe somebody respect? And I'm like, you don't owe them anything. Right. You should be kind to all people as a courtesy. Yeah. That's directly a courtesy. Not just to your friend, but to the world. Anybody. But you don't owe anybody respect. That's a fact. 
in my book in my book i don't owe anybody anything respect or my camaraderie or my um friendship is earned no nah, you're right well so here's the news uh all right not too much to talk about I'm not gonna talk about the obvious thing so let's get that out of our head now if y'all want to bring it up that's on y'all i don't even know what we're talking about exactly cool <laughs> so i wanted to start first and foremost another rp to take off um you know they found they you know arrested the suspected killer mm -hmm. so i just think that's good to you know i mean have out there at least the, the mom could start like the family could just start the grieving process the grieving process because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they know like someone's being held accountable for the murder and taking their <coughs> loved one away yeah small wins small wins um obviously life can't be returned so this is the best we could do now yeah in that same vein though his moms and his pops is fighting over the estate i think something about 50 something million or something like that Maybe 28 million The number is weird Not getting into it A lot of money It's a lot of It's millions Yeah On the estate Um Cause he didn't have a will Right What's your thoughts on that On the family fighting And How important is it That With or without money With or without investment With or without assets That you secure Your Business For the afterlife if you're no longer like how important is that the same way you set let me just go for me i think the same way you set up a bank account trust fund cpa and all that nigga shit i feel like that should be part of the the the, 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 the breakdown mm -hmm. just to be prepared on all fronts right because when we when we sign up for our job that, that was the first thing they gave us right on day one what do you want to do with this bread if you die now granted A lot of it came from What you wanna do with this bread If you die at work <laughs> But They had a, an option there For what do you wanna do With this bread period Right mm -hmm. Do you think that should be part of the The I guess The conception of your business If you come into anything Absolutely I understand what I'm gonna say is this: I understand. I'm, I, he, you know, he was a relatively young dude. Yeah, 20, 30. Something. Like he's he's living his life. He's a superstar, running around, getting to it. Uh, no, not no different cool. songs and all of that. But um, yeah, like he's just he's running around getting it. So I understand feeling like yo, I got time to get to that. You know what I'm saying? No one expects. You know what I'm saying? The end to come. Right. Right. Especially in the tragic way he went. True that. So it's one of those things where it's like I understand that, but it's just sad. That's how I feel. I, it would have been. I would have. I would be. I, I feel bad that he didn't get it done, and I feel bad that the family's fighting. But the truth of the matter is, that's what has to happen at this point. How you think? Before you go, dad, go ahead. No, I mean it's more. That's the same thing. I, I, I feel bad because again, the family is fighting, and it's taken away from. You know, a beautiful beloved soul and all of that. Like now, you're going. It's different headlines and stuff like that, and it's all centered around drama. So I'm with you. That that is something that should be 
set up from the very beginning so you can avoid these obstacles when these tragic situations happen. Um, but also, it goes back to the conversation we were just having. Like, the family is fighting, and that's partly because they probably feel like they're owed something. And I'm not in the family, so I don't know what they contributed to, you know, take off success and his upbringing and stuff like that. But it could be a situation where his, his father wasn't even present, and you and you fighting just because you know you're the father and you feel like you you're owed this money and stuff like that. Um, I feel like that is solely the person who, you know, is responsible for that money. That's their decision to see who gets what and how it's divvied up. So why, that's why I think it's important from the beginning that you establish that. What I wish the courts would just do is like, because uh, if the parents are the next to kin, instead of this being a fight, yo, y'all both equally as parent, we gonna divvy up the. Either way, it's millions of dollars. Right. Split, Split it down, down the middle. middle. Yeah. Here y'all go. Go right. about your business. Right. Um, and I don't see how nobody could be upset about that. Yeah, I don't see that either. I mean, it does. Well, no, I don't see it. I mean, I, I, I do see it in the scenario Dre said, where it was like maybe moms felt was was more was present. Not even just more present. Let's let's not even talk about him him as a them as parents. The moms might might have been ordered dad. One of them could one of them could have been the one supporting his career in the beginning. Pouring money. True. One could have been the one up. putting money into them, making mixtapes, videos, this and the third. Yeah. So I could understand that entitlement of, yo, I helped build this career. Yeah, you was their parent, but I helped actually build this career, so I'm entitled to whatever. So, but what? But I feel like to to add on to what you said, like a, a standard across the board, because I just learned this. Cause I was doing a living will for somebody. If you don't have a will, the government hitting you either way. So they getting a piece either way, right? But standard should be if you don't have one, then it should just automatically get split down. I think it goes to your kid if you got kids. Well, if you got a kid, obviously, right? But if you don't, does he have kids? No, he don't. You know, if if you don't have a child and no living will. Then it should get split if the parents is alive. Yeah, no, yeah. but I think it goes to whoever your next of kin is, just in case, you know, whatever. But if your next of kin, next Happens of kin be would be parents. your parents, it, then they would have to go to both. You just if, split if, if you know who they are. It's easier. Yeah. It is. And I'm, I'm taking this away from takeoff. I don't know this man. I don't know his business. I don't know his life. I'm just talking generally now, as far as life and life after. Those things should yeah. be those things should be in, pre, in like, play. Like I'm gonna be honest, even as like the parent in that situation, me, I lose my kid. I'm not trying to fight with you over money. Facts. Like yo, that's yo, what I said. Like yo, yo, little wins, split it, take half, whatever. Right. I, I want to grieve my child. Yeah. Yep. I don't want to focus on this. I'm gonna time to go to court about this. Um. That's all I got for music. Let's go on to other shit. There's a that was music. Please music. Music with Jace. I got you. There's a school in Texas. Not school in Texas. There's a district of schools in Texas that's sending DNA kits to parents to collect DNA for for the kids that go to the school. It's in the light of the Uvalde murder, the mass murder. They, they, the purpose of this is to collect these, this DNA data to help identify your kid in the event of some next shit happening. What are your thoughts? 
I personally think this shit is crazy. I got one thing I need to know first. Is this like in the school database or are they sending this to any type of law enforcement or government agency? They said that it was sanctioned by the state to send to the school, to the district, to the to no, parents no, no, in the they, school. The, the state approved that they can do it, but where is the data going? I don't going? know where it's going. That's all the story. Because here's my thing. <clears throat> Simply based off what you said, yeah. like... To be able to identify the child If it's in the school's database And that's as far as it's gonna go And then they can use Like the police can have access In the event of an emergency mm. I don't think I'd have a crazy problem with. I, I'd still feel weird about it But if they say Hey we're gonna take this And it's gonna be stored in a government Or state or federal database Absolutely not The fuck you, Hell no And that's where my mind automatically goes Like Government database and all of that. That's how, like when I hear DNA stuff like that. Even with this AI stuff going on right now, like when I see all of that stuff, at the, huh? What he do? No, no, no. You you don't see the artificial the, the artificial oh. um, intelligence <laughs> <laughs> over that <laughs> like going crazy. <laughs> this nah. I'm like, what well, nah. should do? Even with even with that, even with that, I'm wary. I'm like, yo, this is just another way for them to, yeah, you know I mean. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, but I'm, but I'm with too. Like if it's if it's within the school and this is gonna, you know, in the event that an emergency does happen, things like that, that's helping the process a little bit. So I get that, and I'll be a little bit more lenient to do that. But you know, like 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 we said, like if it's the government and all of that, then nah. Yeah, still not a hundred percent on board. Right. But again, if the database is within the school and it's like literally held by the school, un un unless an emergency happens, I I. I could understand that. I cannot understand letting the because you, we we all dealt with the government. We know how that shit go. Yeah. If if the government has it now, when God forbid another tragedy happens, they gotta wait however many business days to get the information back from the government to come. To, fuck out of here. What was the point of this? Mm -hmm. Kind of like that dental records thing. Yeah. 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 Um. I'm agreeing with y'all. I at first I just heard it on face value. I was like, yeah, y'all niggas is crazy. Cause I could just imagine getting a um a kit in the crib or you send my kid home with a kit saying, yo, collect the spit, and then we just gonna hold it for a little bit till we to just in case some emergency shit happens. I just think that's wild. Um, moving on to sports real quick. You think Pat Bev was right on his assessment of Chris Paul? Our niggas don't like this nigga? Oh, I think we all know niggas ain't like <laughs> I don't like him. Nah, that's actually my favorite point guard, but I don't like I know if I was to hey. play against him, I would hate playing you against him. You could be a favorite and still hate him. I think his antics on the floor is a little weird. How you feel about the Zion dunking at the end of the game the other night? None, um, nothing wrong with it. Yeah, Very I ain't seen nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I, I think you him. sent my team home yeah. last year. Yep. And y'all was getting crazy. So now I'm going to show y'all what it is when I'm here in full effect. Yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't there, right? And so it was I'm a, here now. And it was a home crowd. And it wasn't, it wasn't a blowout. Yeah, it wasn't crazy. Like, uh, yeah. Because I do know that there's a professional courtesy in basketball. Yeah, no, 100%. Right? Like, I know that. Find me then. <laughs> Find me. But no, nah, I don't think that was bad, bro. Like, I think mean. them niggas starting to fight because they felt salty. It was a little weird. No, and then they did the right thing. They came back and beat them right again. I seen the um 
I seen a clip of uh, Bronny James. Oh, they play tonight, bro. Oh, they, oh, they do. Cayenne and um, Carmelo's son oh, okay, versus okay. LeBron's son tonight. Real, real, real shit. Y'all, y'all following them, the young ones? Yeah. yeah. Who y'all think better? Bryce. No, I was talking about between Melo's son and Melo. LeBron. Oh, Cayenne. I, I think, think you yeah. got more skills. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel the same. Low key, Kenya Martin's not gonna be a fucking beast, bro. Kenya Martin, is that? Yeah, he in the league yeah. already, right? No, 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 no. Kenya Martin Jr. No, no, no. He has another son that's in high school. Oh, what? Yeah, I think. If I'm not mistaken, he got another son that's in high school. I'm like, nigga, I just saw this nigga play. He played for Houston. So a lot of them, bro. I seen Gilbert Arena's son playing the other day. He's crazy, also, like. Future bright for these kids, yeah. Um, Dwayne Wade, son. Trash. Tread like oh, all right. <laughs> nah, his son is yeah, no, no, no. His son, his son. not his daughter. Not his oh, okay, okay, okay. His son is trash. But he played for uh, Utah G League, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was trash. He's uh. Right, bust my ass, but he trash. Nah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, while we while we here, you said what? Say your ass, no. Bro, as long as he don't give me a wide open layup. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Bro, I don't like using words trash because any nigga in any league can beat me. Can beat me. I'm not good enough to make it to any league. Uh, two more things in sports. Uh, what y'all think of the Deion Sanders debacle? For those who don't know. I actually Fame. don't know what's going on with that. Uh, oh, I have to, I, I, I'll loop you in. Um, Hall of Fame NFL player. Uh, I don't know if he went to the Hall for baseball. He was a star baseball player as well. Um, retired for mad years. Started coaching, being an assistant coach in a little, um, like, JUCOs and shit like that. And then he picked up the Jackson State, HBCU, Jackson State. Head coaching job um, When he got the job He was quoted to He was quoted Like when they asked him Why he chose Jackson State Because he could have Went anywhere else mm-hmm. He was like He just wanted to bring light but, Well to be clear He couldn't have gone anywhere else That was the That's part of the problem Right Because there were places Like uh, Power 5 schools That they weren't Trying to take him Right Right So he went to Jackson State Brought light to the HBCU um, programs or whatever the case is Ran they shit up He was there for three years Ran they shit up Turned their whole se- season around The best that they had in like 49 years some Got them some shit. really good recruits Got some really good recu- recruits Top five recruits In the, in the, in the, um, in the country A lot of money A lot of attention Now HBCUs is part of that big TV deal Mm-hmm on ABC for the Saturday games and shit like that. For a lot of y'all don't know, college football is very big on Saturdays. And for a long time... Yo, recently found out that deal happened before Dion, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah well, like I'm that saying was this. a thing that was going on before Dion. Like, a lot of people... I'm only saying that because a lot of people are giving Dion credit for that. Right, right. And right. that deal was happening before him. Gotcha. But for a lot of y'all don't know, a lot of... um. The college football is big on Saturdays And not all But a lot of HBCUs just wasn't part of it A lot of their games wasn't televised On the same platform that Alabama Ohio These these type of colleges were um, Power 5 like he said After this undefeated season 
he took up a job at a power five called Colorado State. He's there now. Mm-hmm. Leaving Jackson. Mm-hmm. Jackson State or whatever. So everybody calling him a sellout. Um, not everybody. A lot of people calling him a sellout. A lot of people was mad about him leaving because he was all about this bring money to the HBCU, bring money to the bring awareness to the HBCU. And um he left. And Don Lemon from CNN said that he sold a dream that he knew was impossible. He got the people to believe it and he left. I just wanted to know, do you think his move was a sellout? No. Didn't he leave it better than what it was? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so, why I'd yeah. say no. Yeah, I don't consider that a sellout based on based off of what I just heard. Um, also, I want to just add, give you a further context. When taking the job in Jackson State, he was quoted saying, "My dream is to is to eventually get to a Power Five school, specifically Florida. That's where he wanted to go, Florida State, I believe." Mm-hmm. Right, because he lived in Florida. That's what he wanted. He always wanted that. He made that clear to to not just Jackson State. Everyone, he told him like, "Yo, my goal is to get there. So why would he not take this opportunity?" Right. Like it's weird that people are like, "Oh, soon." Like the, I don't care how people feel. You can feel he did a good thing. You can feel he did a bad thing. My only thing I don't like is people saying he did this for the money, which sounds insane to me. Because they offered him what 1.2 for the four years, mm-hmm. and he told them take half of his salary to build the, the school a new facility instead of even paying him. Hell yeah. Yep. And then people got the nerve to go. He's doing this for the money. When he was coaching high school football, he was doing that for the money. When he had the uh, Prime Academy that unfortunately got closed down, he was doing that for the money. He's been he's shown and proved that he's been doing this because he loves football and he has a goal he wants to achieve. I don't think money had nothing to do with it. Facts. That's that's the one thing I don't like. I don't like that. You can feel however you feel about the decision, but don't make it seem like he do he's out here just doing shit for money. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean I just feel like people just like to be outraged and wanna be outraged about something and everything, so on the flip side of that, I see, the, I see the other side. By the way, I completely see the other side. I completely understand him sitting as a black man sitting in other these other black families' living rooms, telling them like, "Yo, I'm gonna be the person here to take care of your kid. I'm gonna be the one taking care of your son, your daughter. Your, I mean, not your daughter, your son, your grandson, your nephew, your whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be here for him for the next four years. Yeah. Right. And." Just like kind of upheaving them, and then now they, they they lost without that figure that they was expecting to have. Right. So I understand that aspect of it. By the way, I don't. I'm not just like neglecting that because it's not. I just I just can't see myself personally, even if I was in that situation, being mad at somebody moving on to a better situation for them, not just them and their son, because his son also went to Colorado with him. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Both of them. So, you know. All right. My last thing. Um, obviously we know the biggest news right now going on is, is Britney Griner's home. So I just want to say before I get into this, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Your crime and the time you got for the crime is weird. But 
The reason I bring that up, because I was explaining the situation, and I try to write down exactly what I was saying, because I was just talking to one of my homeboys, and somebody overheard it was like, yo, you should bring that up on your podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, once you know it, it happens to be my episode. <laughs> so I'm going to just read, not read, but I'm going to just spell what I had, right? The timeline. Brandy Grinder got locked up for a weed cartridge, weed oil, right? While they found it in her bag while out in Russia, right? On some accidentally shit. She got sentenced to like a Allegedly. decade. Right. She got sentenced to like a decade. Nine of the things. Started her sentence. Cool? Cool. Simultaneously, Russia and Ukraine started they bullshit. So they fighting they war. Whatever, whatever. Didn't they invade Ukraine first? Nah, she was already locked up. For real? I, mm-hmm. I could have swore. Oh, I'm she, tripping. They, they, incre- they, they invaded, then she got sentenced, but she was already detained. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and President Biden and his administration was in negotiations to try to get her back. This is before the swap was on the table. They was just trying to get her back. Russia being in their bullshit with Ukraine, they put some negotiation options on the table. Let me read the negotiation options on the table. <laughs> Give us Britney Griner back. And we gonna need, this is America. Give us Britney Griner back. And we gonna need Paul Whelan who's a U.S. Marine, retired U.S. Marine, mm-hmm. who's out there, got caught on some espionage spy shit. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. He denied it. U.S. denied it, of course. And he out there serving, I think, like 16 years. 16 years. Something like that. Yeah. Today, he's on his fourth year of that 16-year split. Mm-hmm. That's what we asking for. Right. You, I mean, Russia then goes... Alright, I'ma get I'ma do that, but y'all gotta give us Victor Bout. Victor Bout. They they just act for one nigga by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so we offering to get two and 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 for your one. Right. But let me run down Victor Bout. Just some of his shit. He doing 25 in jail right now. Shooting After already was doing five from Thailand. We got him from Thailand. But he doing 25 in America for conspiracy to kill Americans, arms dealing, drug transportation internationally, delivering anti, anti-aircraft missiles. Niggas call him the merchant of death. Mm. <laughs> for furthermore reference, the movie Nicolas Cage did, Lord of War, is loosely based on him. This is the nigga. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. Brittany Grinder. Yes. Hold on. There's more. We already traded a cocaine dealer with Russia under the Trump joint. Mm-hmm. But Trump had to play that smooth because he was already going through the collusion with the with the election shit. So they ain't wanna, you know what I'm saying? Right. 
But there's this nigga named Trevor Reed who got an, another Marine. My message to y'all Marines is stay the fuck out of Russia. But a Marine named Trevor Reed was out there. He, he was serving time for assault, right? We swapped. We swapped for Trevor Reed. This cocaine smuggling nigga. Some abusive long ass name nigga. I, don't, I ain't write down her name. But I, when I was talking, I remember the nigga name was some abusive shit. This is what we already did this year. We didn't get Wheeling back, the Marine, but we got Brittany Grinder back. Yep. That's the timeline as it is. Victor Bout is already in Russia. Yep. We straight. Yep. What's y'all thoughts? Do you think this was a justified swap? Um, absolutely not. I think that um, I'm just going off of what I think and what I know. I know that the election is coming up soon again. I know Joe Biden is probably gonna run for re-election or whatever. I know that Brittany Griner is a woman. I know that she's a black woman. I know that she's also part of the LBGT plus community. Um, sorry if I messed that up. Um, this makes him. This makes him look great. Um, I think. I think at the end of the day, they were going to do whatever they needed to do to get this person home, to get Brittany home. Again, I'm happy she's she's home, but the 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 instances and the um the hurdles that we had to go through to get her. Um, you know, raising my eyebrow a little bit. You know, what I'm saying the merchant of death. Like it don't, it don't make sense to me logically. But I just know that politicians and stuff like that, they know how to play the game and they know what they're doing ultimately at the end of the day. So we we said it before on this podcast. I'm gonna say it again. If the Lord of War is behind bars, keep him there. Right. <clears throat> Get a cancel too. Nah, <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't got. I don't. I ain't, I ain't going that route. What I will say is, um, welcome home. Yeah, facts. Um, definitely deserve to be home for sure. Uh, but what I'm gonna say is this: it ain't even about the trade. The trade. Feel how you want to feel about the trade. What I want to do is ha- me myself, and I want all of us in this community to look Joe Biden and his administration in the face and say. It's crazy that we have thousands of people locked up for the same crime you just gave up the merchant of death for, for a basketball player. (laughs) We have them imprisoned here by your legislation, and they're still locked up federally. Maybe you should do some fucking work at home. (laughs) She could have sat that night. My thought. (laughs) My thought. Do some fucking work at home. If you would have fixed up your house, I would have been okay if she sat nine. Welcome home, though. Well, God bless. <laughs> to the home. Griner family. 100. Facts. That is another one. <laughs> yeah, we want to hear from y'all. We want to know what y'all think of this episode. We want to know how y'all feel about everything. You know, reach out to us. Uh, SHTT Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And it's a social media thing, ain't your thing? So here's the thing at yahoo.com. Yeah, man, check out the visuals on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? That's how So Here's the Thing podcast. Um, check us out on all audio platforms Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, also. Here's the thing. Yeah, man, you know what it is with me. It's your boy Stizzy, baby. Stilo. Two. Another one. Yes, sir.